Hey, it's time for Disagree With Me or Don't. I'm your host, Mikey Wilson, as always, guys, and we got a great show. It is the finals of the NFL Pick'em Challenge. We got our Super Bowl breakdowns. Anthony Finelli is here. Andy St. Clair is here. We're going to rock with those guys for quite a bit. Let's get to it. This is DWMOD. As always, I'm your host, Mikey Wilson. Stay with me now. Hey, the Pistons are scrappy, but it's quickly looking like we got all our balls in that lottery bag. Down! Hut! 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 Hey, it's 2023, and they still haven't put Sweet Lou Whitaker in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Knock it off. Ready? Aw, Lions fans drinking that Kool-Aid. Super Bowl! Hey, disagree with me or don't. That's how it works. Hut! Hut! For everybody that was laughing at Dan Campbell, he has delivered everything that he has promised. And now the NFL world is bathing in the grit and drinking the Kool-Aid of the Detroit Lions. The man is the coach of the year. Everybody's up in arms about a college football playoff expansion. Make it 8, make it 10, make it 16, it doesn't matter. In five years, the two super conferences known as the SEC and the B1G will have their own individual playoffs, and those two teams will meet in the college Super Bowl. Bet on it. Hey, disagree with me or don't. That's how it works. All right, hey, man, there is just too much to get to this week with the Super Bowl. So we got to get this thing moving here, guys, and we got to get right into quick hits. Congratulations to LeBron James on becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Hey, you saw what we had to say about that. You've been following us on the social media, and man, oh man, has that TikTok gone crazy. You can catch that over at DWMOD Sports Ticker on TikTok. Man, people love to come out and hate on LeBron James, man. But he's the NBA's all-time leading scorer now, and ain't nothing you can do about that. So congratulations, man. (laughs) NBA trade deadline was in effect, and probably one of the craziest we've seen. I I can't even remember one crazier, man. I mean, so Kyrie begging for a trade again, the cancer that he is to everybody. He gets traded to the Mavs, and I feel bad for Luka, as I stated before. I mean, this is just a state of disarray for the Mavericks here. Uh, They have no vision of what they want to do moving forward. They got all their eggs in the basket that this guy catches fire, and they can make a run right now. I just don't see that happening. Bad move for the Mavs. Lakers got busy, and it looks like LeBron's finally getting what he wants. They're going to move off those picks. They're going to try to get some people here to make a run at this thing, and um, I got to give them an A-plus. They go out and get D'Angelo Russell. They go out and get Beasley. They go out and get Jared Vanderbilt, and then they make another move to go and get Mo Bamba. I mean, you know, they got rid of the Westbrook contract. They got dumped him. Pat Bev's out of town. He, he ain't been playing well. I mean, so that's a good move to move him along, and Bryant filling in for AD did so well. I mean, he played really well, even though they're losing games. Brian played really well, and they're over. They're able to parlay his short-term play into a trade to the Nuggets, and, and they're going to get back three second-rounders. So they're going to replenish some of those picks by trading off somebody who they've replaced by picking up Mo Bamba, you know, to back up AD or play with whatever. You see what I'm saying? But I'm like, hey, man, that's an A for the Lake. They can start making a run at things right now with this roster. Great moves. 
the Grizzlies, uh, they think they got their guy. They go out and get another piece to add because they think they can make a run with Ja here. They go out and get Luke Kennard. The Clippers make a move. They go out and get Eric Gordon. I mean, the Clippers don't look bad right now. They've been hot toward the end of the year, and this could be the piece that they need. Hey, let's talk the biggest move of the whole damn thing. Um, Phoenix Suns go out and get Kevin Durant. I mean, they add Kevin Durant. CP3, hey, he's getting old, man, but he's still a very good point guard, really good at distributing the ball, and Durant is a, a guy that does well when distributed too, and Booker as well. So, I mean, this could be a three-headed monster in the West right here that you just do not want to run into. Now let's talk a little Detroit Pistons. So the Pistons make a move with the Warriors, and they go out and get Wiseman from the Warriors. Now, Wiseman hasn't done much with the Warriors, hasn't played a whole lot, just hasn't really fit in out there after being drafted extremely high. But this is a kid that's extremely young and some fresh scenery where he's going to get the ball in his hands a little bit more, have a lot more role play on the on the team. I think the Pistons, this is a great move for them. I mean, they give up Kevin Knox, and, and early reports were saying Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay ends up being a part of the deal at this point when we're recording I believe that finalized as Sadiq Bay being part of the three-teamer and Sadiq Bay will head to the Hawks now Bay played really well for us last year uh, but this year delegated to coming off the bench points are down just probably not somebody we're dying to keep moving forward as we try to put this roster together heading into the lottery so I think this is a really good move by the Pistons if Wiseman turns out to be something great, uh, this could be a phenomenal move, basically like getting two lottery picks in one year. I mean, you put these guys with, with Cunningham, and when he comes back from injury next year, Pistons could really have something going here. Um, I like this trade. I give him a B. Real quick point of fact for everybody over on the TikTok. I mean, I have probably got over 100 comments stating how much I sound like Dana White. I'm telling you, I've never heard that in my life. And every time I'm looking through these comment threads and all these videos we're posting, uh, everywhere I'm seeing, hey, does this guy sound like Dana White? I thought this guy was doing a Dana White impression. Uh, listen, I don't hear it. I don't get it. But, hey, <laughs> whatever, man. Now, as we move into Knock It Off this week, um, I just want to let you all know and remind you that this Sunday – Super Bowl Sunday, you'll be able to check out the Honest Sports Network launching the big game preview. Uh, going to be a lot of fun segments on there. Going to be a lot of interviews with some players and other people. Going to be all kinds of breakdowns of videos of great sports, uh, Super Bowl moments of the past, epic meltdowns, things like that. There's going to be a lot of segments. Anyway, your boy's going to be hosting several of those segments, so you can tune into that. That's going to start streaming at 12.30 Pacific, so you know, that's 3.30 Eastern time for you guys back in Detroit. Going to run for about two hours, be hosting a couple of segments there. Be sure to tune in, but that takes us into our Knock It Off because this week's Knock It Off has to do with turd fans. Nobody likes turd fans. Now, I'm sure you guys caught the viral video of a guy named Jerry Edmond who was at the Las Vegas Raiders game, the Patriots fan, where that game ended epically with laterals that went awry and the Raiders ran it in for the score. And if you saw this video on the internet, this drunken trailer hobo desert dwelling, I mean, this woman was clearly, clearly hammered and out of line, is in my man's face to the point where it is extremely uncomfortable. And he kept his composure. 
and he just didn't even respond to her, and he was rewarded uh, tenfold for that. Roger Kraft had him out to the uh, Gillette Stadium for the Bengals game, gave him a tour of the everything, Hall of Fame. I mean, you know, I, listen, I don't want to spoil too much because there's an interview that you're going to see when you tune into the Honest Sports Big Game Preview. I'll be giving you the information where to stream that. Keep following us on the social media there. You will see exactly where to tune in and catch that interview with Jerry Edmond. But, hey, I got to tell you, turd fans, knock it off. All right, knock it off. Knock it off. And one last knock it off is to the NFL, man. If we look back at this game, uh, the NFC Championship game, the Eagles and the Niners, and just how – terrible it was when both quarterbacks went down and a team doesn't even have a quarterback now Uh, the NFL's got to knock it off with this look I get it they don't want to change the number of guys that can dress for a game they don't want to change that or specify that you can dress a third quarterback under the guise of a third string emergency quarterback because teams will try to manipulate and take advantage of that rule I understand that but you don't even need to get that in depth with all that guys You can just take a page from the NHL. They have the emergency goalie. If you're unfamiliar with this, you're unfamiliar with hockey. The idea in in hockey is in every city there is an emergency goalie. And the emergency goalie is just some dude who's, you know, good enough to play like some high minor league hockey, probably played in the NHL for a cup of coffee here. There, This guy can play at a high level, and he has a job and a regular life. But, like, when the Red Wings go to Washington, D.C., it's the job of the Capitals to contact the emergency goalie, make sure he's available for the game. This guy shows up at the arena, drops his stuff in the locker room, and then just has a nice seat up in the press box with the – or not the press box, the suite wherever on the glass they give him tickets and he just has to sit at the game with his cell phone on and just enjoy the game and during the course of the game if both goalies get hurt this guy's cell phone goes off well if one goalie gets hurt this guy's cell phone goes off and he gets a notification to get down to the locker room and get dressed for backup duty he then sits on the bench if the other goalie gets hurt This guy goes in the game. The NHL has avoided any kind of embarrassment of we don't have a goalie or putting a defenseman in the net. I mean, that's just bad for professional sports, right? So the NFL could take a page. Now, I'm not saying that they should have an emergency quarterback in every single city, but there's no reason that they can't have the practice squad quarterback in the stands, no access to the game, no access to anything, the sideline or game planning that's going on in the moment on the sideline. There'd be no advantage. This guy could just be at the game, in the stands, or up in the team suite. And if a quarterback gets hurt, he can then report to the locker room and get dressed and be on the sideline for emergency duty. I'm sure we would all rather see the third-string quarterback or fourth-string quarterback, in Frisco's case, the fifth-string quarterback from the practice squad get to enter the game and play rather than they're switching helmets with McCaffrey and he may just go wildcat the rest of the game. It's just bad for professional sports, man. And I think it's an easy fix for the NFL. Let them have the guy in the stands, and if they need to put him into action, they can. All right, knock it off. Knock it off. Those are my two knock-it-off rants for this week, and I tell you what, I got a few more, but we need to get to Anthony and Andy. They're here. They're ready to go. Here's our final picks, final breakdown for the Super Bowl, and we got to get to it.
because this thing has been really close this year. It is within one point to three points in all the standings right now between us. And, and this thing is heating up quicker than Kyrie demanding a trade out of Dallas because that's coming too. But anyway, let's get these guys on the show. Well, fellas, are you ready, man? Welcome back to the show. Are you guys ready for the Super Bowl? I'm ready, man. Let's, uh, you know, as a fan of one of the teams, it's been three of the last five years. It's mostly surreal to be completely honest uh I, I i keep thinking this this will not happen but it's it's happening at a good rate so i'm ready yeah yeah you get like five in a row i could only imagine uh making the playoffs five times in a row as a lions fan never but <laughs> anthony also for you though man some really big ties to the team i mean you right yeah you know I mean? yeah i have a i have a an adjacent connection with the team. So I've been rooting, I've been on Eagles this whole time and they're my, uh, they're my silver lining, even though I'm in last place currently, but they've, they've gotten me through to where I'm at right now, but yeah, I'm going to be rooting Eagles. I'm going to keep going with the Eagles. I just think, I think, I just think momentum's their side. They obviously they beat the giants and obviously they were playing a team that didn't have a quarterback. So they're going to have, but at the same time, those are two NFL teams that they both beat pretty handedly in the playoffs. So I'm, I, I'm still positive on, on the Eagles are going to come out. You know, I think it's, it's going to come down a lot to Hertz. Um, you know, but it's also Sirianni. He's never been there before. Right. You know, hopefully he right. keeps that kind of same, uh, that same, I'm going to say frat level energy as he goes into this game, <laughs> you know, but it, it's been a week and a half and it feels like it's been a month since football has been played. It's been really weird. Like it does feel like that hasn't been talk about the game. There's been talk about off season moves already and what's happening next year in the pro bowl. And was it a good format or was it not? It's like, it's been outside of a, yeah, Mahomes is nearly a hundred percent and Hertz is nearly a hundred percent. And the Kelsey brothers are playing like outside of that. No one's really broken down the game or talked about it that much. I, I don't know. It's because maybe the chiefs is on repeat. You know what I mean? They're, they're I know. I'll agree with you though, man. I've been, games. Yeah, I'll agree with you. I've been listening to a lot of, of, you know, background television and stuff, and nobody is really breaking down the game at all. No. And along the lines of what you said, I know, Andy, that this is a point that you made to us that I'm sure you want to make here, and I'm going to flip it to you in a second here. But um, you're right. Like, when you say the Eagles haven't really been tested, Anthony, like they haven't played anybody, and then they play the 49ers, and – I mean, they basically, I mean, they might as well have been playing the Houston Texans after the first quarter. I mean, you know, I mean, Andy, you take it. This is your point here. Well, you know, like they, they have like, who's the best quarterback they played against all year? Far, not far from Jesus. Rogers, <laughs> Rogers. Right. And he dropped like 33 on them. And then Dak and then Dak dropped 40, 30, they had like 40, 40, right. Then they have 40 yeah. in like week. Yeah, the end of the season. Yeah. And then outside of that, they, they played Danny Dimes three times. They played uh who else they played? They played Josh. Whoever was it at Washington. Right. They played him. Heineke. And then they played Sam Howe. Maybe Sam Howe. No, Sam Howe was the last game of the season. But right. Heineke, you know, Cooper Rush. Yeah. Know. So not, not, a, lot not of, a lot of people. Yeah. Can you guys hear that echo? Is that me? No. I don't hear okay. anything. Okay, great. I just want to make sure as I'm shitting on the Eagles. Uh, I just want to make sure there's no echo there. I didn't want it. But no, they ultimately, they, you know, but I think the Eagles have, like, I believe I saw somewhere they had the, maybe the easiest schedule in the NFL or top two. But I think the Chiefs had, like, 
four or five. It wasn't like the Chiefs played like like the fifteenth hardest schedule. Like they played the Broncos twice, the Raiders twice. It's like those guys suck. The Jags when the Jags were bad. True. You know. True. Neither team uh, had a really tough schedule during the course of the year. And I was running back looking through like some of the like you were talking about some of the scores they had given up. And the Eagles only gave up more than 30 points like four times this year. Now, granted what you said about the schedule, but only like four times. But the Chiefs also not that great a schedule, but pretty regularly giving up 25. I mean, 24, 25, 24, 25. That that seems to be their MO. So take it for what you will. Right. The last six, I looked it up. The last six quarterbacks that leading into the Super Bowl, the Eagles face was Purdy, Josh Johnson, Daniel Jones, Davis Webb, Andy Dalton, Dak Prescott, and they allowed 419 yards and Justin Fields. Okay. All right. Not those, those are those guys going to the Hall of Fame? Right. Yeah, I but mean, that's I, half uh, the NFL. Yeah, like, that's just right. who you're playing. Those, I mean, 100%. You know, and, and I think we're in a position now, though, too, where it's like it's the night before the draft and you're just picking apart the top five draft picks and seeing what's wrong with them. I mean, these are the two best teams. They've been the two best teams since the second half of the regular season. Yeah, right. And not to just dive right into the game, but I will tell you, how many yards do you think Miles Sanders had in the regular season? He gets uh, – no I, one ever I talks about over him. 1,000. I'd say 1,100 maybe. 1,250 and averaged 4.9 a carry, and no one ever talks about him, which is – Yeah, he I had think, a big year. He's that X factor in this in this situation where, like, yeah, he had a – I think prior year he ran for, like, 750, but he's a Pro Bowl player this year. Ran for 1,250, and some might say he's the second-best runner on his team, and he still ran right. for 1,250. So I do think the Eagles have more of um, – I think they have more weapons, which is crazy to say, because obviously Mahomes makes everybody a weapon. But it was in the championship game, MVS broke out, right? Kelsey was kind of, you know, pedestrian for Kelsey, which is better than 99.9% of the league. But you never know what you're getting with their running game. So I, I think the Eagles have the chance to not run it up by any stretch of the means, but to surprise some people with with different elements to their game. Again, I'm going to be an Eagles homer, but I, I, that's just where I'm at right now. I'm going to be an Eagles homer, and I'm going to well, find going to, need to, to say that they're going to be back. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I was just going to say they're going to need to get out in front. I mean, that's going to be my take on this thing is if the Eagles want to win the game, they need to get out in front early because if they're not, then they're in trouble. As far as I'm concerned, they're in trouble. They, they need to lead from the front and run the ball because here's a fun stat that I got the other day. Um, Mahomes has only lost three playoff games ever so far, right? Five straight AFC championship games, Super Bowl win, Super Bowl loss. Okay, first one, lost to Tom Brady in the AFC championship game. Second one, lost Should have won Tom that game, Brady. by the way. That, yeah. was a, that was a bad call. That was a bad yeah. call on Clark, the offsides. They intercepted it Brady. Was. And and Should have went to the Super Bowl that, that was, year. Right. They, you're, you're right about that. It was a really bad call. They probably went to the Super Bowl, and that was the game that changed the, the playoff rules for overtime, right? Nobody wanted to see that game end like that. Then he loses again to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, right? And then lost to Joe Burrow last year. So Mm -hmm. three losses and five straight trips to the FC Championship game. And there's one thing in common in all three of those losses for the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Those are the only three games they didn't win the time of possession in his Mm -hmm. playoff career. So it's, it's going to be ultimately important for the Eagles to get out early. Hurts doesn't need to throw, and they can run the clock out. I mean, they have right. to, right? Yeah. Well, they, they're they going to want to eat up the clock some, right? Like, this is one of the, uh, like a prop bet, I think, and, and Anthony was kind of hitting on it a little bit. It's like, I, I think if you wanted to throw a Super Bowl MVP, a, a prop bet out there on someone who is not Mahomes 
or Hurts, and you think the Eagles are going to win, I, I think I would be willing to throw sprinkle a little on Miles Sanders because I, yeah. I think he – the last time a running back won an MVP, do you guys can you do you know when it happened? The Ooh, last time, Terrell yeah, Davis, nineteen ninety seven. Terrell Davis was it Davis? Yes. Oh, he was just the last one I could think that played that, that was well. Twenty six years at ago. One half, right? Twenty six years ago. I mean, it, it doesn't happen. I mean, I do think that's the way the Eagles are going to want to win, right? Like, I, I think they're going to just the Chiefs not great at stopping the run, right? Chiefs defense is fine, but I think that's what the Eagles want to do. They want to run the ball, gain well. You know, I also like his over prop of over 34 and a half rushing receiving yards. Like, yes, why oh, not? Yeah. Just we'll go yeah. over on that. Uh, I think Miles is, is is like at 70. Maybe it was, maybe that's somebody else, but it was in the 60s, 70s. I'm like, go over on that, right? If that, that is, if you're betting on the Eagles and you believe they're going to win, which, you know, obviously Vegas does, you know, take, I think you want to hit the over. I think they want to run the ball five, six minute drives. And then, you know, hope the chiefs, cause you know, the chiefs sometimes do some quick three and outs, right? Like they will be like Mahomes drop back three, you know, three times and they wasted 13 seconds and then they're punting to the yep. Eagles. And then the Eagles take another five or six minute drive and it's 14 to zero before, you know, midway through yeah. the second. Yeah. That could be trouble early. No doubt about it. That could be trouble early, especially with, uh, here's another point I'm going to make here is, the injury bug, man, like the Eagles, they just seem to keep running into everybody when they're decimated and make no mistake about it. They're not talking about it a lot, but the chiefs are, I mean, they are racked up right now. Uh, Sneed, is he going to play? Is he going to play or not? Starting I corner, assume, not I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He may not even play. Uh, Kadarius Tony is banged up. Willie Gay Jr. is banged up. Linebacker receiving core uh, outside of Tony. Juju Smith Schuster, McCole Hardman, both injured. I don't know what their status is as far as health. I think, Hardman was out. I think Hardman's out. I think Hardman's out, out again. I think he came yeah. back for a little so, bit. Yeah. For, for a half. Hardman is yeah. out, right? You got Mahomes is still hurt. Watson is still out. And Kelsey, they're hiding it pretty well, but he was uh, questionable for the AFC championship game and wasn't his self like you pointed out, Anthony. So, like, this team is pretty banged up, man. Right. Well, you know, it is one of those things, too, where it's the end of the season. People say, oh, the team that, you know, stays the most best available or best ability is availability. And when you're getting to this game, 100%. I think if there's one player in the league that can lose a weapon or two, it's Patrick Mahomes, you know. But I go back to his last time he was in the Super Bowl and he looked like a JV quarterback. And it's like, okay, yeah. is that going to happen again? Or is it going to, I think Mahomes is either going to look like that or break a bunch of Super Bowl records. Like, I don't think there's going to be an in-between. I think it's going to be one or the other. But then it's, you know, it's kind of hard. I'm going to obviously ride the Eagles on this, but I know they didn't play a quarterback and they played Danny Dimes, but defense still looks stout, still look good, was still playing. And if they take away Mahomes' first read and he can't do his, you know, his magic because of his ankle or whatever have you, it's going to be, yeah. it could be a long day for the Chiefs. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, Mahomes just could be Mahomes and it doesn't matter, which that's probably more likely what's going to happen is I'm going to combine in some way. Yeah. He, he easily could do that. I'm going to combine our takes right here. Uh, you and you and I, Anthony, as far as like Eagles needing to control the ball, if the Eagles can get out in front and they know the chiefs have to be throwing the ball and pressing and they can turn that pass rush loose. They can bring up stunts and just pin their ears back and cut loose. It could be a lot like the Tampa Bay Super Bowl where he just looks like, I mean, he's in trouble and he can't get it going. They need to be playing from the front. Do you think they'll ever – Mahomes 
the plays that stick out in my mind aren't his little shovel passes as crazy stuff. It's always when it's deep in the game, it's third and nine, he drops back and he runs for nine and a half yards. Uh-huh. He seems to do that two or three times a game. And I'm wondering yeah. if a team finally respects that out of him, bum ankle and all, and spies him on third down. Doubles Kelsey, trust the rest of your defensive backs to cover it in nickel and dime, and then spying Mahomes so he can't do that. You know, because – I mean, look at my Browns. They had it happen to them with Henny. Like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, they weren't thinking about them, but Mahomes does that. He did it last game. He did it in the AFC Championship. Yeah. I mean, he got – regardless of that late hit, the Chiefs were going to win that game. I think everybody felt it and everybody knew it. Like, the Bengals yeah. had every opportunity to win, and they couldn't put it away against it. Like you said, like, decimated team. It's like the Chiefs were going to win because Mahomes will find a way. So that's what my whole thing is. I think last time I said it'll come down to a defensive play, and it will be the Bengals. So technically, I was right, if you want to count that play as a you – know, him hitting them late out of bounds and getting them field goal range. So if you yeah, want to look at a yeah. glass half full on my end, I think I called it. Yeah. I, um, I better call that the Hasselbeck rule for you. Right where Hasselbeck walked out there at the halftime, he said, "We're going to take the ball and we're going to score." And he wasn't wrong. He put points on the board. He threw the pick six. Yeah, pick six. Yeah, I remember watching that live at a place called Damon's Place for Ribs in North Canton, Ohio. I was watching that game live, however year that was, and and it was like one of those things where like you kind of heard it on the TV because it was like twenty monitors. What did he just (laughs) stocking Uh, cap on? She's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. You know, I, I think, you know, I, I saw somewhere that the Eagles led the, the NFL in first possession scores and they scored at a, like a 62 percent rate. Right. So which is pretty good. You know, points obviously. on the border, touchdowns, touchdowns like they, oh, they, wow. they, they like 62 percent uh, rate. And so, like, obviously, I probably kind of fully expect the Eagles to march down and score on the Chiefs. For sure. I, to me, the Chiefs are like to me and, and they're, they're kind of like uh, like a great heavyweight where it's like you think that heavyweight is going to lose. And you you are like, this is when this guy's going down. And the, the, the Chiefs take body blows and body blows. And then at the end, they just kind of find a way. Right. And they, they you're like, holy shit, it's the, the it's the 15th round the, the guy's wobbling and like they just knock him out at the end somehow like that. They should have lost that Bengals game. I mean, there, there's no world where I thought the Chiefs were winning their game. Like midway through the second quarter or what? I was like, oh, no. I, I texted you guys. I have seen. We, we know how this is going to play out, right? <laughs> Burrow's going to come through. It's like, I, I guess that's part of it, too. I, what I think is funny is like everybody, like everybody, it's it's so easy to do. Like Mahomes is the best quarterback. And then now we fall in love with Burrow. Then we fall in love with Allen. Then we fall in love with Trevor Lawrence. And then we, we, you know, we fall in love with Herbert. And then we fall in love with all these quarterbacks. And you're like, there's only one dude you want, right? If there's one yeah. game, one dude. And to me, that's the scariest part Baker. of the Super Bowl, right? Like, so we have the it's, – it's the Eagles are better O-line. They're a better running back. They're a better wide receiver. They're better defense. They're probably better special teams. The problem is they're not better at one position. And that one position is what's making everybody be like, I don't know. You know, like it, it's going yeah. against Mahomes and, and it's just one game. You know, it's like it reminds me a little bit of like that, that Cavs warrior season when the Cavs won the title, you know, when Draymond kicked LeBron in the balls in game five. And then, <laughs> then they won the game. Then they won game six, right? The Warriors should have won that series. They won the game and then it came down to one game and it was just like, just, the best player tends to win these things in basketball because it's obviously yeah. smaller, you know, sample size. But that's kind of what I feel like in the Super Bowl in this one, where it's like the Eagles are not to me. The Eagles' defense isn't as good as Tampa's from two years no. ago. Right? Not as good. 
And so that that's going to be helpful to Mahomes. So I, I so I, I actually haven't bet a dime on the game. I don't I don't even know. I don't quite know what I'm going to pick here. You know, like because part of me, I I think I want to take the Eagles. I do. I do think I want to take the one and a half. But then I know what's going to happen. Like like seven minutes to go in the second quarter, the Chiefs are going to get a touchdown. The game's going to be like I don't know, fourteen to ten, and I'm going to be like, shit, why didn't I bet on the Chiefs? Like, what am I doing? You know, like right. And that's so that's kind of where that's where I'm like overall in this game. Like I, I this one to me is like a very hard game to pick. It is. But I'm going to give you a little gambling advice, Andy, um, mm-hmm. as a gambler. Now, you're the expert and I'm not. But yeah, here's what I'm going to tell you. Anytime a game is one and a half on the spread, I'm just betting on the team I want to root for. I just want to have a good yeah. afternoon. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Let's well, take the money on right? You there's you obviously right. you we shouldn't have to say this, but like don't take the spread. Like the spread no. means nothing. That means nothing. There's no way I've been cut to Sunday night, but there's no way the final score is 35-34. There's just no way. I, I nope. can't imagine it happening, you know. So no. money line, you're gonna money line whatever you want. Yeah, you definitely want to money line it unless you're going to tease it. And then you got to combine that with teasing the over under and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But that really isn't going to pay anything, man. You know what I mean? Right, right. No, you know, you're, you know, a two a two team teaser is not doing any good, really. Right? No, you know, it's it's like one to one. You just bet 10 to win eight, you know, 10 to one nine, something like that. Right, right. But I would say you so you think a good prop bet is Eagles touchdown first drive. I do. I mean, why not? I mean, I, I think it's like I think that I think that's a good one. You know, I think I do think I kind of meant to the the over rushing yards for the Eagles. I, you know, yeah. anytime touchdowns, you know, I think any if especially if the score gets high, anytime touchdowns, like pick some fun chief wide receivers. Just pick some fun ones. Like Noah yeah. Gray or uh, what's his name? Jody Watson, I think. Like pick some of those dudes. Like, yeah, MVS may get one. Maybe Juju gets one. But I, I kind of have a feeling, you know, at the odds you'll get for like a Noah Gray or whatever is probably like plus 700, plus 800. You know, like why not? Yeah. I had I, like I had a, I had a bet on the Bengals game. Uh, Noah Gray would score two touchdowns. And look, I don't think he caught a ball. Let me just say that. But I think I, I think I you never know. I think I put down ten dollars on it on that bet to win. And it was like plus eleven thousand to win like eleven hundred dollars. Like I just think like that's the kind of those. If you're just gonna pick anytime touchdown bets for the Chiefs, like you know, sure you may want to throw like a Kelsey. You know, get one in the one you think's gonna happen. But throw a couple on some fun dudes. You know, like dudes who are not normally in the rotation. Yeah, yeah. Hypothetical bet plus. Would you take the over under eight and a half combined catches for Juju and MVS? Combined eight and a half? Oh, I'd take combined the over eight and a half. You think? Sometimes they're goose egg, both of them. Sometimes they go for six or seven each. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm I just curious. Take... That's what keeps going in my eye. Because it's like you have Kel, Kel, their tight ends, their number one receiver. And then after that, it's just a bunch of, you know, it's a bunch of ingredients in a melting pot. It's like nothing really sticks out here and there. So, right. I, like I you said, t- take a random guy. Yeah, who touched yeah. that? That'd been great. That would have been great. Oh been my such god, a fun I was, bet to hit. I was rooting for Gray so hard, and you know, because oh, well, here's the thing about Gray, for example, like he is kind of the quarterback sneak guy for the Chiefs. So I'm like, if they can just get it to the one, that's one. 
That's one right there. Then maybe just get a dumb lucky one, you know, like because they're not gonna they're not gonna quarterback sneak Mahomes anymore. They did that what three years ago and he got hurt, and then it was like we well, ain't doing that again. So no. it's crazy the guy who comes in and does it. So I'm like, right. why not? Why not that guy? So uh, some yeah. flyers, I would pick flyers on Chiefs wide receivers. You know, I, I kind of and then Eagle wise, like wide receiver wise, I, for some reason I'm I'm kind of veering over to Devonte Smith. I find you know. Look, the Chiefs start like 24 rookies, you know, that like on their roster, at least there's 24 of like 52 rookies. Their cornerbacks are all young, right? The Eagles yeah. wide receivers should be okay. They should. AJ Brown a, should have a huge day. They should have a good game, right? And even if they put the best one on AJ Brown, that's going to leave Devontae available, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, so I, I, I think a good prop that is Brown for two TDs, man. I just yeah. think he's going to get loose twice. Yeah, that guy, Smith, Goddard, you know, like I thought I heard there was a fun prop. The first two touchdowns of the game were tight ends, you know, so you could do Kelsey and Goddard kind of a yeah. fun prop. You know, the, there's so many props, by the way. They're yeah. out of control. I was looking at some last night and I was just like, oh my God, I can't. It's too many. I, I can't keep up. I, it's so hard to decide yeah. what I, you want to do. You're just like, I don't know. It's almost, it's like going to like Cheesecake Factory where, you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you, try, you just want to order one thing, but next thing you know, yeah. you're like, this two minutes of this shit out here. And you get to page yeah, 30 in book. the menu. Yeah, it's a book. <laughs> right. And you're like, you know, you know, you never want your, your it's somebody, I think it was Mike Lombardi yeah. who says, like, you don't want a coach that's like the Cheesecake Factory menu where he thinks he has all these options because he's overwhelmed. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, that's that's how I feel a little bit with the prop bets. I'm a little overwhelmed with how many are out there. Yeah. Like, cheesecake I, I saw one yesterday. I saw one yesterday. It was like, Total passing yards in the game, 529 and a half. Okay. Over or under, yeah. 529 and a half. Oh, man. I, over. Wow. That's hard, right? What, what is Mahomes go for? 320? Even if he does, like Hertz could just, he could rush for 100 and throw for 100 and be, yeah. you know what I mean? Hertz could that's just a, drop 180 and then you're under. I think I would be hesitant at 500 to go take the over. Yeah. Yeah. No, you guys are probably right. My initial instinct is I think this thing's going to be a shootout, man, but I don't know. Well, and that's, you know, the over-under is the hardest part, uh, hard too, because it's like you, I, we all want this thing to be like final score, you know, 42 to 39 or whatever. The Super Bowls don't tend to go over. They no. tend to be under, no. you know, even I, last I'll year, be honest with you. I don't enjoy a game like that anyway. I don't like 42, 39 games. I don't like 50 something, 40 something. Like I'm, give me a good solid man, like 30, 24, 30, 27, or like 27, 24 is like, that's a, like that's a great football game, man. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because if you get into those shoot like those college shootouts, go to triple overtime, it's like sixty to fifty-eight. It's like, yeah, it's entertaining, but that's it's not a good football game. It's it's right. yeah. one-sided. It's just an offensive football game. Right. I mean, that's yeah. old man screaming at the birds, but you know what I'm saying. It's, it is and it isn't. You know what it, it kind of is is being like a a, a big-time football fan and an insider, like played a lot, maybe yourself or something type of take because it's like it's not exciting to the fans and for TV, but nothing is more exciting to me during the game than a huge defensive stand that flips the field and then they go down and score or something. You know what I mean? Like to me, like a goal line stand is, is one of the most exciting things in the game. I just That's love right. it. You know? Yeah. They're rare too. Now for sure. Real rare, real rare. Well, let me, let me throw it to you first, Anthony, and let's put some money on the table here because it seems to me you've sprinkled us with some insider information as to how third downs are going to be handled from your contacts here. So let's, let's that, get your take on the game, man. What do you got? So my take on the game is I think, well, this is more an all encompassing. I think things tend to get overanalyzed and overcoached. And I think if you, and I think if you just break it down to the basics, 
cover their best player, Kelsey, spy Mahomes on third and long, or even third and medium and more, and you should have the players on your side that are better than their players on the other side. Nothing against Gray, nothing against no, <laughs> Gray, no, or any, but it's just a handful of dudes wow. outside of Kelsey. Um, and then it is the offense. It's like, you don't know what's going to happen. Is, is, is Hertz going to run the RPO and they're taking away the run. So he's throwing every time, or is he going to use his legs? And I think a lot's going to be a mind game with him. He's going to have to go back to the box analogy. He's almost going to have to play a little defense on offense. You know what I mean? Like see what the defense has given him and adjust accordingly and just calm down a little bit. Like it's, it, it could go either way, but I'm riding high on my boy, Jay Gannon over on the defensive side of the Eagles. I don't know how many Eagles, Chiefs are going to put up, but I know the Eagles are going to score more win by more than one and a half. So, however, I'm going to flip my script, which is probably the opposite of what's actually going to happen, but I'm going to be taking the Eagles. I'm going to have them cover, but I'm taking the under because it's, it's just seems just taking the under. I'm just taking the under. I I don't have any other reason outside of I've been taking overs and I've been, I'm gotten me in last place. So I'm just taking the under. Yeah. No science behind it. It could it could end up 50-50. You'll get a text from me, and then the first quarter will be like, well, see you guys next season. <laughs> could be. Well, I'm, I'm that with point. The yeah, points-wise, though, on that point, uh, it, this thing is closer than it's ever been. It literally is anybody's game this weekend, depending on your picks, because, uh, and Andy, we'll throw it to you next. I fully believe, you know, you're going to take the hometown, your team. You're going to take the Chiefs, I believe. And this thing right now is 31 30 and 27 andy's got 31 i got 30 Anthony, you got 27 this thing is wide open for anybody to win man take you guys take the opposite wait who is the home team actually who's the home team for this game i think it's is it the chiefs right i was just curious i mean i don't know if there's some st- i was waiting for some stat like home teams in the super bowl or this against this and uh, yeah I, th- right? I think it's right yeah I think, I think they're i think is it the white team that is the uh the, that's the home team i think it the is Eagles the chiefs i think uh Eagles i like the chiefs away. all white unis yeah. i like all white unis i think they look sharp oh, they do. sorry get them white derailing <laughs> no no oh. let's go this is what we've been waiting for andy let us have it give us some facts and stats let's hear them well you know the, the 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 hardest part I think in this game is like I I think I'm being torn. I think my brain is telling me to take the Eagles. My brain is telling me like take the Eagles, but my heart is telling me like I've done this before. I've I, I will occasionally put money against the Chiefs. Like I think I took San Francisco earlier this year uh, against the Chiefs. San Francisco was at home. I was like San Francisco is awesome. Then the Chiefs just you know trucked them by 21. You know like they just it was never close. Um, so look, but, uh, let's just, I'm going to pick the chiefs there. I'm done. I'm picking the chiefs. I, I just know at the end of the day, like, I'm just going to pick the chiefs. I, I, I think I have to, like, I'm just going to take the best player. And I, now, unfortunately this game is not best player game. It's sometimes the best team. And, uh, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous on that end, but uh, look, I just think Pacheco is going to be good. I, you know, the guy runs angry. Uh, I, I just think that, you know, the Chiefs overall this year, it's like, look, this is kind of their down year, right? And, and you know, they 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 traded Hill. Like, I don't know. Maybe the Chiefs are kind of making wide receivers kind of like the new running back. Or like, we, they got some good bargains. You know, they got MVS for like 30 mil for three years. Juju's on a one year, right? Juju can probably go get more money next year somewhere else. Or he stays, right? And the Chiefs will just draft a wide receiver at 31, 32. Um, I just think that it's kind of, 
I'm just I'm in on the Chiefs. I, I mean, I'm just going to take them. I, the over, you know, I, on the over under of it all, like here, you know, the last four, by the way, Super Bowls have been under. Just so you know. Okay. Uh, so so uh, you know, since twenty, let's say since twenty ten, you know, the over is one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, it's like six and six or so. But the last four have been under for some reason. And I, I don't okay. know why. And that was, you know, that was Rams, Bengals, two very high scoring teams, really. You had Bucks, Chiefs, sure. Bucks, 40, uh, San Francisco. Then you had Pats, Rams. That Pats, Rams game. Woof. Remember that game? Yeah. Right. Three? I do. That was <laughs> not great. That was not a great game. That was a bad Super Bowl. Uh, I just, I just kind of. Also, I'm going to take Reed. I, 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 part of it too is that I think like to me, look, this is a big game. Obviously, Philly has been in some big games, but this is a big one. And and Hertz has played in a bunch of big games, so I'm not overly concerned about Hertz. He's a professional athlete. He knows how to play in big games. But I just, I, I think if you give me two weeks, maybe Sirianni's a good coach. I don't know. Like maybe he just inherited a really good team, and th- those two teams. I think the Eagles and the Chiefs are probably two of the smartest drafting teams in football. Like those teams draft really well. It's like those guys, you know, the Eagles have what a 10th pick in the draft. I mean, they're just going to, they're just going to scoop up Bijan Robinson at 10 and just see you later. Here comes Bijan and he's going to be great. Right. And he's just going to, Eagles are just going to keep trucking down the road. Um, I saw an interesting thing along that note. I saw an interesting uh, thing this weekend that I think only two starters for the Eagles, 22 starters, are not drafted by the team. Right. Only two. Every one of them from the draft. Yeah, that's amazing. As much as as awesome as Hurts is, you know, Kelsey, I think, is probably the kind of the the main dude on the Eagles. I just like Kelsey. I I just think he's great and you know him and his brother are just they're both awesome but I, I the chiefs are going to win because they're going to they're going to run the ball more they're going to spread it around you know slay is going to be a problem slay is going to take out juju i mean like who cares like nobody cares about juju like he's fine you know like you slay is going to go just watch a dead body for three hours you know it's like mahomes is like awesome I'll throw it to MVS. I'll, th- or I'll throw it to Kelsey. I'll throw it to Gray. I'll throw it to Fortson. I'll throw it to Thomas. I'll throw it to Sky Moore. Like it's to me, it's the greatest Kaiser Sose move the Chiefs have done all year, right? You, they made you think Juju's important. Like he's awesome. Like he's not. Juju's not very good. Like he's fine. But let's put you know get put Juju on the Browns. Put Juju on the Cowboys. Like you would hate Juju Smith, Anthony. You'd be like, why is he taking up space on our team? You know. <laughs> He sucks, right? But everybody's convinced because he was a stealer wide receiver that he's good. Like, he's not worth the money. So they're going to waste Slay on him. Mahomes will pick him apart. I think I think the Chiefs fall behind, sneak up in the end, kind of like a villain in an 80s movie, and win in the end. And I, and I you know, I, I'm going to go under, but, boy, I'm so close to changing my vote to over. It's crazy. Oh, win yeah. with the under. So, See, I, I think yeah. – uh, I, th- I think my, my theory is that they're not even they're not even going to worry about anyone outside of Kelsey. Like I think they're going to worry about maybe even McKinnon or Pacheco a little bit if they start splitting out. But all those other receivers, I don't think they have a special package. It's like all right, we're, if we're in zone, doesn't matter who's over there. We don't need anybody special or do anything crazy. I think they're viewing Juju the way you're actually viewing Juju. Yeah, he's bad. You, you know, well, not the, but it's just like he doesn't. You don't need to give him any special attention. If he gets a couple catches, he gets a couple catches, you know? Like, we'll let him get a few yeah. catches over because, you know, Kelsey always seems to catch the ball somehow with no one within five yards of him. Somehow, yeah. he, every time over the middle because of he just basically runs, him and Mahomes run like playground routes and they're so good together. 
So it's like, you just got to take that away. And if they have to go to Juju on their second, on Mahomes' second or third read, I think that's a win for the Eagles. You know, they might break one. You never know. Like MVS had a good game last or a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. You know, who knows? One of those guys might pop through again. But if that's your leading receiver, I don't think the Chiefs can do it. Well, that's kind of what, that's kind of the good thing about the Chiefs, right? Like one of the good things I think is like, you know, Juju, you made up, brought up that one prop, Anthony, of like Juju and MVS over eight and a half. Like, it's so we have no idea. It's to me, it's such a great bet. <laughs> like you could convince me at Super Bowl, you'd be like, Juju had seven catches for 140 yards. It'd be like unbelievable game by Juju. You could also say Juju had three catches for 11 yards. It'd be like, eh, of course he did. You know, I like I have I have no idea on those guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I really like your uh, statement about um, wide receivers are the new running backs. That, that was I did that. Uh, that was a point that you and I had talked about, but I did on a show about a year ago. Like I fully believe these wide receivers better start trying to get your big money now, because that is going to be the move in the NFL. So many of them coming out of spread offenses in college. So many, this last draft, there was more wide receivers than ever that were plug and play draft them and play them right away in the fifth round. You know what I mean? It was like, I think that's the new move in the NFL is you're not going to pay wide receivers because these kids are playing flag football from the time they're 10. Then they go to these spread offenses in college. And by the time they're in the draft, every damn team in college has five guys that could go into the draft. There's an abundance of them. Why pay? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just see that that's where that's going, but not to get off on that right now. (laughs) Here's what I think about the game, guys. I tell you this. Um, Jalen Hurts, you bring up Jalen Hurts, the big game. He's, you know, a young quarterback, and the Super Bowl is a Super Bowl, and it's different. This is a kid that was in three national title games, I think, man. Like, wasn't like this guy's been on the big stage. I get it that that game isn't the Super Bowl, but Bama Clemson title game, those are some pretty big games, man. This guy's been around him his whole life. He showed me no reason at any podium or any kind of interview that he's been on that he hasn't been prepared to handle this type of pressure and media and lights. He's been ready since he was 10 years old. I'm not worried about him. But on the flip side of that, he is Jalen Hurts. He's not going to go out there and drop 304 touchdowns. And like, like you said, Anthony, like, you know, he is Jalen Hurts. He might run for 75 and throw for a buck 75 and a touchdown. And that's going to be a good game. It'll be a really good game for him being a game breaker. So I don't see him choking, but I don't see him taking running away with the game. That Eagles pass rush, they're deadly, man. And like I stated before, if if the Chiefs are behind and they're forced to press and the Eagles can just cut loose and pin their ears back, that's going to be trouble. But here's a big difference between that Eagles pass rush and the Tampa Bay pass rush. That Tampa Bay pass rush had big fellas like Indomitian Sue that had the ability to press the pocket. This this oh. Eagles pass rush is a lot more speed rush getting to the ball, beat you athletically. And that's what gave Mahomes trouble with that Tampa Bay rush is they just collapsed one side, forced him the way they wanted him to go and spied him. I don't see Philly being able to achieve that at the level Tampa Bay did. But again, their defense is phenomenal. They only give up 30 points like four times this year. Their defense is too much. They score. Listen, I'm going to be in my Chiefs jersey for the game. I'm rooting for the Chiefs, but I'm going to have to tell you, I'm taking the Eagles and I'm taking the over. I'm going to take the Eagles 31 and the Chiefs 24. I just think Eagles get out early and they just hammer the ball and run it. and, And the Chiefs are just too banged up to counteract that. That's where I'm at on it, man. Well, I, it's not about, I mean, I, I'm flip-flopping on that over-under. You know, like, I've, I've been telling people 
I'm betting the over. And now as we're getting <laughs> closer to the game, I'm like, I don't know. Because the over keeps going. The over-under keeps going up, right? When it was like yeah. 48, I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to take the over. But now it's at 51. Then probably by Saturday, by Saturday night, I do believe the Chiefs and the Eagles will be a pick em. I believe money's going to come in at Kansas City in some way. Uh, I also think that over is going to keep creeping up. It's going to just keep creeping up. So for our contest, I'm going to, I'm just going to play what I've been playing all playoffs, which is the under, but. And have been successful. I will text you guys on Sunday. (laughs) I put money on the over. Don't be shocked when that happens. (laughs) I will get one of your famous texts. that were like, I took the over at 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51. (laughs) Because live bets, man. Yeah. Live betting has been pretty fun. You know, Live betting, I like live betting the big games, right? The games you're actually watching. I would never live bet like a Sunday, normal Sunday. There's too many games going on. But when you can just kind of focus yeah. on one game, like the NFC or AFC Championship Super Bowl, yeah, live betting is fun. So here's a so the Eagles have won their two playoff games combined. What is it, 69 to 14? What do you think that? How many passing yards do you think Hertz has in both those games combined? I think it's oh, it's like less two, than 250. 290. 290. Only 275. Yeah, 275. So 275 in those two games, and they're still out. I know, I know it's skewed because of the Niners, but still, the Niners' defense was still on the field, and they still put up 31, and he didn't have to do much. So I guess it, they can hurt you other ways. That's what I'm trying. Yeah, hurt you other way. They can hurt you other ways is what I'm trying to. Is what I'm trying to get at. I don't think like the, I, I forget which one you guys said it, but like yeah, he doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be Mahomes to win the Super no. Bowl. Mahomes has to be Mahomes to win the Super Bowl. And I think yeah. that's that's yeah. just the biggest thing. It's like if, if the Chiefs win, it's going to be because of Mahomes. If the Eagles win, it's going to be because of their team. I know like that's kind of right. weird to say, right. but I mean, right. it, it just really is. So it's like that's why I go back to yeah. they just cue on Kelsey and Mahomes and have faith that the other guys are just guys. I think the Eagles win. But again, yeah, Hurts needs Mahomes to just not day is, yeah. yeah, just no mistakes. He's got to be Dilfer. <laughs> Dilfer in the Super Bowl. Well, it's be show better up. Than well they <laughs> won. They won, though. That's what I'm saying. They won, right. though. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Know, exactly. Thing, just any you know? Ravens quarterback in the Super Bowl. That's who he's got to be. You know, the Chiefs just yeah. don't. You know, the Chiefs and the – I just think both – I think the Eagles are going to want to, like, keep the ball for five or six minutes and, and just kind of grind them out a little bit, you know, and, and don't settle for field goals, right? Like, they got to score touchdowns. Field goals are what's going to make you lose to the Chiefs. You know that that's that is bad. If you if you just go up like three zero, six zero, you know thirteen seven, you're going to lose. But I but I also think the Chiefs are, um, they, you know, they they don't score at a super quick pace as well. You know, like you know when we think of the Chiefs, we think of like Tyreek Hill Chiefs a little bit yeah. who can score quickly. These Chiefs do score fast, but not as fast. So this is why my this is why I'm talking myself back into the under. This is how I sleep at night, where I'm like, <laughs> the Chiefs do some five minute drives. You know, like we're looking at like 14, 14 at halftime. And then I'm hoping we just hang on. Yeah, but then they could explode for thirty eight. Yeah. in the second half. Well, second half. Like, yeah, that end. was expected. <clears throat> well, I always think back to I kind of I'm, I'm kind of equating Sirianni to uh, Staley. In their first games, it's like, hey, they kind of took chances. They kind of rolled the dice with what they're doing during the regular season. You know, Sirianni hasn't had to make any like tough decisions in the playoffs. You know, Andy Reid will take take a shot. He'll he'll he might have to take a step back on a on a drive so he can take two steps forward in the fourth quarter. So it's like, right. well, Sirianni on a fourth and one from their own forty eight. Will he go for it? You know, he might in the regular season. But is he going to go for it in the Super Bowl? Because I don't think the Chiefs are going to be thinking like I don't. Reed's never going to be thinking like, oh, we shouldn't do that because it's Super Bowl. He's going to be like, no, just go do your huddle where we go 
we play uh duck, duck, they goose. Do, their circle huddle <laughs> and then they copy oh. that play from the 1930s or whatever that one year at the goal right, line yeah. remember that when the, coming out of the huddle like they're gonna do stuff like that because it's the chiefs and they can but it's just like are the eagles gonna take their chances or are they gonna play you know they're gonna keep their their they're gonna play their cards on their on their chest the whole time i just it's always interesting with this younger coaches in the first time and like yeah they haven't been tested like i mean brock hurdy got hurt the game was over right over like, over he was over at, at in, like even like two series he was like once johnson to come in is like oh it's the game's over right for so, sure so that you know this is they're gonna have to play four quarters yeah you know even you know and i'm looking at like the eagle the eagle schedule like it's not like they're scoring tons of points right ultimately right they 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 fooled us all that eagles lions game the lions are just terrible defense but then you know 31 this is totals 31 32 50 37 43 48 46 53 33 73 45 60 45, 74, 30, 38, 45, 38. Like, what was that? Three times, four times maybe they got over 50 in total. You want to hear yeah. a crazy stat that I just now looked up? Yeah, yeah. let's hear it. Top two most points per game in 2022. Tied for first place with 28.7 are the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, do you know why? Here's Isn't a funny nuts? thing I heard. Yeah, the, this – there's a funny thing I heard the other day about those these two teams this season. They're both uh, through the playoffs or whatever included uh, 16 and three, right? Same exact yep. record, I think, yep. is 16 and three, and they both scored exactly 564 points on offense That's this nuts. year. Exact same offensive total. That's crazy. <laughs> so it's I don't crazy. remember this game, but they lost Week Three to the Colts. The, the Chiefs? Chiefs did. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember that. Oh, that's right. Eagles, there were only four. The Eagles also should have lost to the Colts. You remember that? They won on a last-second field goal. The Eagles did. That wasn't the Saturday, the Saturday timeout game, was it? No, no November twentieth, no. seventeen sixteen. The Eagles beat the Colts at the last-second field goal. <laughs> the Colts. What we're saying is the Eagles teams. maybe or the Colts maybe should be in the Super Bowl. That's kind of what we're saying. <laughs> I picked yeah, them to right. win the South earlier in the year, so this yeah, this validates that did. they oh. Yeah. They almost beat two of the Super Bowl teams. That's that's Injury crazy. The exact yeah. same points. The exact same exact points. same points. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh my it's god! Crazy. The crazy stat here that Andy always brings up though: Kansas City averaging twenty five point one at home, thirty two point eight on the road. Yeah. How are they? How are they a touchdown better on the road? That's so they never. They ne- they never cover at home. They don't. They don't try to cover at home. It's such easy money. Like those big. They just. They don't do it. Right. <laughs> But on the road, that's, that's such it's, a swing. It's like they show up on the road. They they show Unreal. up, which is which is why I think that I like the Chiefs. That's the scary part. Now the over under again. I'm I'm so terrified of it. I I have no idea. I'm literally yeah. I have no just going under, but I hate it. Right. Hate well, it. here here it is. So we're laying it out there. Now, Anthony is on the Eagles and the under. Andy, you're on the Chiefs and the under. And I'm on Eagles and the over. I think it's going over. So this is anybody's thing, man. We're going to see what happens uh, this Sunday. Uh, everybody's expecting a good game. I hope it is. I hope it's fun to watch, man. You guys got anything going on for the game? What are you guys doing? I got family in town. My daughter's birthday is the next day. So, you oh. know, I I, uh, I will be I will be like holed up in a room by myself, hopefully trying to not go crazy. <laughs> That's what I'll be well, doing. congrats on a, a, another birthday for your daughter. You yeah, want to I, see those things keep coming. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to be just living room, 
yep. trying to squeeze it in in between my my daughter turns one in March and my son turns three. So in between those two and their wants and their needs and everything else. So right, right. but watching watching Super Bowl is kind of it's so different now, too, because like even the people that say weren't that interested in the game, just like I want to see the commercials. They put now the commercials come out two weeks in advance. Right. And it's right, not yeah. as fun. And like all the movies, you're not really blown. Like you're like, oh, I knew that movie was coming out. I've already seen the trailer. Right. You're not now the people like the the Fairweather fans aren't even. There's nothing for them to get excited about. So I'm I'm just pumped for the game. You know, you can get yeah. caught up in so much outside of. What about? Oh, here's a question for you, Andy. And then like the prop bets on the. Uh, are you doing any of the cool stuff like uh, national anthem being over under a certain time? Or not, like right, that? right. That, that I always love minutes. those. I think that's hilarious. Point flip, the Gatorade color, those stuff. Oh yeah, I haven't yet. I haven't yet. But Mikey, let me, Mikey, can, let me, can I ask you? Can I, can I force Anthony and I on one more pod at the end, at the end of this? No uh, doubt, man. Anytime. Here's what I, and here's what I'm proposing. So, um, what I'm proposing is, we, we see the, we get the odds for next season's odds when the odds come out. When and it normally comes out pretty quickly after the Super Bowl, but odds to win the Super Bowl, odds to win divisions. Uh, I doubt they put out over-unders, but maybe they will. We don't have to do over-unders, but maybe take a few long shots, take, you know, some teams that we want to put some cash on for future bets for next season. Uh, to talk like about. rookie yeah. of the year bets, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah we'll see what we'll see. Here's what they how we'll out. do it. Mm-hmm. Here's how we'll do it, too, because you know we're going to do the NFL preview episode right before the season starts. Sure. So I like this idea. We'll do this one as soon as these things come out. If it's a week or two, I don't know if it takes a month, maybe it'll probably take a week or two. I don't know. However quickly they come out with these, and we'll call this one the cart before the horse. And we'll do the cart before go. the horse picks, and then come season time, we'll do our regular picks, and we'll see how right. they line up. Because I got to tell you, I'm itching to take the Jags at plus a hundred thousand or whatever it is to win the Super Bowl. I'm like, it, I love it's it. Just it's kind nah, of they're going to be trendy. They're not going to be worth that much now. They're going to be yeah, maybe you, you know what I mean. Right. So, yeah, yeah, we we'll have to see. But there, there, I'm trying to. I'm already in my head thinking about like you know the Chiefs will be Lions. favorites in the AFC. The Bills Lions. will be favorites. You know, like there's some teams before before any trades where the Lions and the NFC. The will North be is open, man. <laughs> NFC North is open, especially if Rogers you doesn't come back from his darkness retreat or whatever he's doing right so they put that out let's say they put that out before rogers traded right let's say the packers are like plus i don't know two thousand to win the nfc you know if you there's no way none of us are taking green bay because we have no mm-hmm. idea what so we have so we'll be forced mm-hmm. to choose some teams right and like i'm gonna dig into that afc south and you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna already looking at you atlanta falcon and the nfc south i'm already looking at the atlanta falcon hey i'm just giving away my picks right now yeah, don't do that. Yet. For the don't do that. Yet. Save it for the other episode, man. Right. Save it for the episode. Football's man. just the best, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's just the yeah, perfect it game. The perfect, Great. the perfect game to watch, to, to be obsessed with, to gamble yeah. on, to enjoy. It's just the best. So I'll do yeah, some research. Is, I them, I'll send them to you guys, and we can set something up. To, yeah, uh, sounds awesome. We'll do that for sure. We'll do okay. that for sure. And uh, I know you guys are going to be busy with kids and birthdays and whatever, but anybody listening, uh, I'm going to be broadcasting the Super Bowl special on Honest Network that day. I'm going to be hosting a couple of segments. We're going to do greatest Super Bowl moments. We're going to do um, fan reaction videos, like, you know, when they melt down and things like that, reactions to that. I'm going to have the interview on there with Jerry Edmond, the Raiders guy, um, Patriots guy, actually. So anyway, that's going to start streaming and we're going to put that up on the uh twitter and the facebook and instagram i'll put all the times up on that kind of stuff so that'll be streaming that day so check that out everybody and uh hey guys it has been awesome 
It's been fun. I can't thank y'all enough for doing this every single week. I know you guys are busy. I know I say it every time, but I'm never going to stop saying it. It's time is expensive out here with what you guys are all trying to accomplish, man. And I appreciate you doing this. And we're going to see who's going to win the crown this Sunday. One time. Just like one time. <laughs> Got to even just one time. <laughs> One time. I'm trying to to hit second place. That's my goal. Well, second place is nothing to sneeze at. Aim high, young man. All right, guys. I'll see you next time. Well, those guys are great, man. Hey, everybody, have fun this weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl, friends, family, however you're enjoying the game. Hey, be careful out there. Be smart. Be safe and have a good time. We'll see you 2.30 Eastern, 12.30 Pacific, Super Bowl Sunday on the Sports Network. Stream it. Check it out. It's going to be a good time.